Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. Coming up in today's Around the House show in hour one, we are going to be talking about those things that you should not pick up at that home improvement center, that big box store. Is it something that, well, doesn't meet building code? Is it something that's not healthy? Is it something that could cause a fire or cause a leak? Yeah, that and so much more. It's stuff that's on the shelf every single day that you probably shouldn't pick up. And in the last segment, we're going to talk about the things that are those special buys or loss leaders that you can get there cheaper than you can get anywhere else. Who doesn't want to save a little bit of money, right? Putting money in your pocket gets you farther in that project. Now let's get back to the show. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know. The lead got you coming. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is your source for home improvement every single week. Thanks for joining us today. Well, we've got a fun show ahead. We're going to talk about the things that, well, I don't think you should buy at the home centers. And these are things that, uh, well, maybe they're not a good buy, maybe they're low quality, or even worse, they don't mean building code and shouldn't be used in your house anyway. If you're new to the show, don't worry. We have got a lot of different ways for you to contact us. You can head over to the website, aroundthehouseonline.com, or you can head over to Facebook, which is Around the House Show. And then we do have our closed group. I'd love for you to join Around the House Nation. Just head over there to Facebook, look up Around the House Nation, join us. And then you can share up your projects, jokes, memes, whatever. It's just a fun place for everybody to connect. Well, today I wanted to talk about those things that they sell in the home centers that are just a really bad deal for the consumer. And, you know, not dogging on home centers here. They've got some really good stuff in there. But there are things that you should not purchase there. First one on my list, that vinyl, white vinyl dryer duct or vent duct that they sell to hook up your dryer or vent. That stuff is junk. If you have that anywhere in your house, replace it. Don't ever use it on your dryer because that could be a fire hazard. Because that stuff loves to build up static electricity. All it takes is a spark and you have lint on fire. And guess what? You've got a much bigger problem. So there's the first one right there. That'll get you good. And then on ducks, it, um, like a vent fan, it always loves to catch junk in there. And all those little tiny ribs in the vinyl love to just get gunky and nasty. And who wants that getting all collected up when you're trying to vent things outside? Now, here's the thing. So many people have had maybe dryers moved, added on, replumbed, and maybe in your basement, crawl space, there's that flexible line. And your job next time you're taking on a DIY project is to replace all of that with hard ducting. Anywhere on that dryer, the more hard ducting you can do, the better the clothes you're going to dry because the more efficient path of air going out is. And you can clean it because when was the last time you cleaned up that dryer ductwork? That should be done every couple to three years, especially if you do a lot of laundry. That can be a huge fire hazard, so make sure you're cleaning that. And you get the little tools down at the home center. 
the little brushes you can put in there. I put it on air dry usually so you don't have any heat coming through. And then I'll run that brush up in there, let it blow out all over the place. It's not a bad way to do it. It's a good way to get that cleaned up. But get rid of all that flexible out of there and you'll be better off. And then on venting, if you've got a vent fan that you're trying to replace, maybe it's the kitchen one, maybe it's the bathroom, make sure you're using either a metal or an insulated duct. Check your local building code because they will tell you how they want it because it depends somewhat on your climate. Now, the next thing that's sitting there in the home center that you should never buy, the black rubber washing machine hoses. Those last just a handful of years, and they love to force that laundry room remodel when you flood it. Now, I've caught them before at my house where they've got all these blisters where they were so ready to explode. And that was going to be a very expensive project. So always make sure you get the nice, higher quality ones that have the stainless steel braiding on the outside. That will keep that from happening in most cases. And just make sure you change those things every five to 10 years. I like to make sure that they're ready to go and, uh, you know, make sure they're good to go. I don't want to see those things failing because that's an easy one. I've told many times a story about seeing hundreds of thousands of dollars of the water damage from that. And that is a big one. Now, here is one of my biggest pet peeves. Number three on our list today here. Vent hoods for your kitchen that are recycling. In my area, they don't meet building code at all, no matter what. So that's the vent hood that blows the air right back out at you. and doesn't actually vent outside. Those don't meet building code in many states. And in the states that they do, they shouldn't. So make sure... You never put one of those in your house and make it a priority to change that one if you have it in your house. If you hit the microwave on and it blows air back out at your face, that should be going outside because those little charcoal filters are junk. They don't clean the air. They might help a little bit of grease, but that's it. Even the charcoal filters, there's not enough charcoal there to make a difference. So you want to make sure that gets vented all the way outside And just like your bathroom fans, those need to go exterior. Do not drop into the attic. That's how you get mold and mildew and nasty stuff up there. Make sure it vents all the way outside of the house so you don't have to mess with it. That's a key right there is getting that stuff outside. Because otherwise, you've got a moldy mess in the attic space, crawl space, or wherever else it's going. So make sure it's going outside. And again, hard duct is best. That way, if you do have any kind of a fire, you have a little bit of a chance to contain it. Because all it takes is a really greasy hood, a kitchen fire, and all of a sudden that vent vent fan will actually blow the flames up into that. And if you've got that flex, now you've got an attic fire going. It doesn't take much to get it done. I've seen that happen. So that's a big one right there. And I know it's tough, guys. It's tough with those hoods. Maybe you don't have an easy way to do it. Maybe it's in a condo, an apartment type situation, but guess what? In the condos, they still are required in most places for that to go outside and see what you can do to get it and get the right CFM. Don't get that little tiny cheapy, you know, $100 hood. Get something that's going to move the right amount of air because that is your biggest pollution of air quality in your home is cooking in the kitchen on that cooktop. So make sure you've got that taken care of and especially so make it a priority if you've got a gas appliance. Propane, natural gas, you need to have that vent fan, have a good one, have it so it's going outside, and you're going to be much better off. That's one of those things that uh, health-wise, 
that's a serious deal. And I want to make sure that that's working out great for you. And another little thing here too, while you're talking about venting, you know, make sure you've got the right size of that duct going out as well. Sometimes people to get them into tight spaces, will crank those down. Well, it's like drinking a shake through a little tiny straw. You need to have the right size duct going outside. And then you want to make sure you have that flapper outside to go. That way, when that thing goes through there, it goes out and doesn't start blowing stuff back into the house because you don't want to have that, you know, when it's windy outside or cold, you don't want to see that stuff coming right back into your house because that's ugly. Nobody wants that energy loss right there. And of course, with any hood, make sure that you've got the right makeup air. If you've got a tight house, like a newer one, make sure that you've got the right amount of air coming back in to make up for it. And makeup air is a big deal. We've talked about that on the show before. So these are our first kind of three here that I think are really important to not pick up at the home center. And if you've got them at home, it's a good time to go around and get these things replaced. Because nobody wants to see this stuff cause a fire or cause a moldy mess around your house. Before we go out to break, I wanted to mention this because the next couple weeks, man, we've got Christmas and New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve when the show's going to be released. So what we're going to do is on the podcast, maybe in your local area, you're going to have specials there on the radio if you're listening on the radio. Don't worry, the podcast will be out. But we're going to do some special, my favorite episodes of 2022. So I'm going to take our favorite cuts out of this, post them up. Not really a best of show. We're not just going to play a show over. We're going to go through and grab the best little pieces that you might have missed in the show this last year and put them into all shows towards the end of the year here. So stay tuned for that. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Hey, and make sure that you're catching us over Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and of course, Facebook around the house and around the house nation. All right, everybody, we're going to go out to break here. We'll be back right after these important messages. Let's talk about those things. You shouldn't be buying at the home center. We'll be right back. around the house show now we've been talking about our things you should not get at the home center this year now make sure that you uh, if you're brand new to the show you can go over and find out more information on us at aroundthehouseonline.com now we have almost 900 episodes online so if you are new to us on the radio or new to the podcast take a look back and go over to, over to our website aroundthehouseonline.com Head, that, head into the podcast there because that has the most episodes. Apple, you know, podcasts, all those things. They got about 299 of them because that's all they'll put up. We got like 900 of them. So you can take a look over there. And it's a great resource if you're going to tackle that new project, remodeling project. Even if you're going to hire, hire somebody to go, guess what? We have got the resource for you over there. Thanks for bearing with me. I'm uh, just battling the last like week two and a half of that respiratory virus. So uh, getting stronger every day. So uh, bear with the voice and the little bit of stutter as I'm coughing. And I do apologize for that. Feeling better every day though. Well, in this last segment, we talked about vinyl dryer duct or vent duct, rubber washing machine hoses, and vent hoods that are ventless. Yeah, all bad things you don't want to pick up at the home center there. 
So next up, S-traps. You know, we have a regular P-trap that goes under the sink, right? That's that trap that goes down. And that's what's normally code in your under your kitchen or bathroom sink. Now, in old homes, they use something called an S-trap. And if you see it on the package, it says S-trap. I want you to take the time and convert that over to a P-trap from an S-trap. Here's the problem with the S-traps. If you let a lot of water go down there, like you dump out a pot of water or a glass of water even, the vacuum can actually suck out the water in that trap that protects you. So what happens is, is that water will keep moving, centrifugal force, empty it out, and then that can be the source of those nasty sewer gases, or even worse, bugs and stuff that come out of the sewer. Nobody wants that. So you want to make sure and keep that water in that trap. So that's what a P-trap does. That's why S-traps have been banned for a lot of years. But you know something? You could still buy them in the home centers. So take the time if you've got the S-trap. Before you grab that S-trap package off the shelf, take a minute, convert it over to a P-trap. It's going to make the room smell better too. So that's an important one. And hey, by the way, another little side note on things not to buy. Don't go buy your normal drain cleaner. That stuff, if you've got a plugged up trap, make sure and just clean it out. Those drain cleaners just destroy your pipes. No reason to do it. Now, there are some foaming ones that won't destroy the pipes that are good for like your mainline sewer and stuff like that to help clean the gunk out of there. That's not a bad idea. But when I treat that stuff, I treat it from the clean out out to make sure that I've got things cleaned up because, you know, you always want to have that clean going to the street like mine because I have such energy efficient pieces in here from low flow toilets to, you know, front load washing machines and good dishwasher. These things use a little less water. However, that does lead to maybe a little more buildup in that sewer line. So when they were putting in my neighbor's water line going back there, they had to scope it. And the plumber's like, you know, you're getting a little buildup in there. So I, I ran some of the foam, but I dropped it in the clean out outside the house to make sure that cleaned it out. And it kept it from having to worry about it inside my pipes inside the house. Clean the traps out manually. Run a snake if you have to. But just definitely stay away from those drain cleaners. Never good for your house. Uh, I get rid of mine. It's something I did years ago because I've seen too many people destroy good pipes. And that gets pretty darn expensive. Now, here's the next one. This is going to be the, the, the probably the first controversial one here. And this is something that I don't like, and I'm sorry for the brand name. This is personal opinion, and I don't like shark bite fittings. Those shark bites that are the press to fit, I tell you what, I don't like them. I don't like them at all. And I can tell you why, actually. It's one of those things that I've seen too many fail, guys. I just have. I just don't like them. Now, I had a house here in uh, in Oregon here that I was working on, and we did a remodel, and they did the shark bite. It was installed correctly, and it blew off the hose, and it was installed by a plumber because they were going from one diff- different pipe to another. This was probably five or six years ago. That was $100,000 water damage in that building. Just freshly remodeled. So I don't like it. And those are things that can really fail. So just be be careful, guys. Those are things. 
just to be really careful with. I just have a really big problem with them. So now there are some good pressed connect fittings out there. And I'm going to refer over to my buddy, Roger Wakefield, expert plumber. One of the biggest names in plumbing out there on social media. This guy is a licensed plumber, master plumber, knows his stuff. So here's the thing. Quick fitting has got a new type of press to connect fitting like a shark bite in that it pushes on. Roger sat there and did some testing on it. I tell you what, this actually worked out really well. They did pull test and pressure test and they well outlasted what the shark bite did. So quick feeding, I'm going to give a thumbs up to shark bite. Not so much. Are they good for a, a quick fix? Do I have some in my toolbox? Yeah, I've got some here for a quick fix. If I have to do a quick fix to turn the water back on or cap something off that I'm working on, you know, the caps are great for that. Are they something I'm going to put on the wall? No, they're a great temporary fitting, but I tell you what, quick fitting, I'm impressed. Roger passed, they passed through his tests and, um, you know, when you can get these things to hold to 2,127 PSI, that's 21 times the city water pressure, that's going to do pretty good. Did the shark bites do that? Not a chance. So something to think about with those fittings. But more importantly, don't buy those fittings. Don't buy those press connect. When in doubt, solder it. When in doubt, use the uh, PEX connectors, all that kind of stuff. And if you're going from CPVC, which is one of my most hated pipes out there. If you've got the CPVC pipe and you're going to convert over to a fitting like a PEX, I tell you, glue on the threaded fitting onto the CPVC, glue it on there into a threaded fitting, screw on the next fitting and go from there. Use a threaded fitting to go between those two and you'll be better off. If And here's my little thing on CPVC. If you have a house full of CPVC pipe and that stuff's fairly old, guess what? I tell you what, I've had two houses with it and both those houses need to be replumbed because when they were built in the 90s, that stuff just started failing. So when you're in the home improvement center, that's the next one here, stay away from that CPVC pipe, get the PEX, whether it's PEX A or PEX B, make sure you're either using the expansion of the crimp and guess what? You're going to have a much better time at it. Stay away from this PVC and the CPVC for anything water inside your home. That's my advice because guess what? It's going to last and you're going to fix it once and not have to worry about it. All right, more of my list of what not to buy at the home center just as soon as Around the House returns. Around the House Show. Now, if you want to find out more about us or contact me, if you have questions, head over to Around the House Online and you can fill out the Contact Us page, or you can send me a message on Twitter, or you can send it over on Facebook Messenger for a group, which is Around the House Show or Around the House Nation, where you can invite 
just ask on there. I'll let you in if you're a real person and you can share up your projects you're working on. We've been hitting on the uh, top things that you shouldn't pick up at the home center, things that either are not a good idea to put in your house or maybe not, not even a good buy. So we've talked about things like sharp bike fittings, S-traps, vent hoods that are ventless, flexible drain traps is the next one. Those, you know, you've seen them. They're kind of that corrugated flex trap that you can buy that maybe things are offset in that P-trap area. Stay away from those flexible traps. There are some new ones now that they say they meet code, but guess what? Meeting code and still wanting to use them, not a good idea. Here's what happens. You know those little ribs that are in that kind of accordion stuff? That loves to grab all the junk coming out of your sink. So whether it's in a bathroom, maybe it's soap, maybe it's hair, maybe it's shavings, whatever, toothpaste, whatever else is going down the sink, or even worse, in a kitchen sink where you got food coming out of a garbage disposal or things making it through the strainer, that loves to gab that stuff. Once that slime starts building up, that is much more likely to get caught up and get clogged much easier because it's not giving you a smooth run going through there. You know, you think about it when they're mining for gold, what are they doing? They're putting the gold through ripples so the heavy stuff falls out. That's how they mine for gold with those machines. So guess what? You don't want those ripples in your in your trap either. So any of those flexible drain traps, take the time and get it adjusted correctly. Cut things. If you've got to move it, it's plastic pipe. It's not that hard. Get things lined up correctly and stay away from those flexible drain traps. Those things are junk. Any of those things, if you're trying to get it working for a day, that's one thing. But guess what? You're going to be throwing it away when it's done. Don't use those. All right, now here's a big one. We're going to probably take up the rest of the segment on this one. Stay away from the home center installed services. Maybe it's the heating and cooling. Maybe it's floor install. Maybe it's roofing. Maybe it's siding. Maybe whatever it is, windows. My advice, stay away from the installed services. Now, like everything, there are some good ones out there. This isn't an end-all, be-all. But here's the problem. People go, oh, it has to be a good deal because I'm buying at the home center. No, not really. Here's what happens. The home center has to make their 15 20%, right? So what they're doing is they're taking many times that new contractor. Maybe they're new. Maybe they just start a new company. They're uh, maybe less experienced. Because as you know, right now, many remodeling contractors are jammed up solid, busy. So what happens is, is when they're jammed up solid, busy like that, here's what happens. You get the guys that aren't jammed up busy. Maybe they're the ones that have the, you know, maybe they're the ones that are too, have too many complaints, maybe a bad reputation. Maybe they're just not good at sales. They're the ones that start out, every homeowner has to be worried about this because any of these new people that go working for the home center, they're making less money than if they were out doing it themselves. So they're now having to deal with that. And now you've got the middleman who is your home center. They're the ones that are going to take that cost from that contractor, mark it up, run it through their books, run it through their management system and sell it to you. And I'll be honest. Unless you're trying to use their financing, 
I always will tell you to stay away from the middleman on that. The middleman's got their hands in the pot and you're paying that extra. So really, if you think about it, that product can be installed for the price that they're buying it for if you got a good deal. And then they're marking it up that 15, 20, 25, whatever their markup is to turn around to sell it to you. And then you get to deal with the store. That's always a lot of fun. And then you're dealing with the store on all the issues, the problems, and the poor communication that goes on there as well. So usually there's like a in-store coordinator. That position tends to rotate around pretty good. They don't tend to be there for a while. So you've got somebody that's new at the job. That's a tough one, guys. I would not do my remodel through a home center because you're not going to get that great a deal and you've got that extra markup. So be very careful there. Are they licensed, bonded, insured? Yeah. Are you going to have problems? Maybe. Are they hard to deal with? Most of the time. Most of the time. So be very careful there. So whether or not it's kitchen cabinetry, you know, countertops a little bit less, but still, um, granite countertops, just deal directly with your favorite fabricator. Work with those guys. They'll get you taken care of. Just stay away from those installed. Just go out and get bids, guys. Go out and get bids. You'll be better off. But uh, make sure that you're not paying for that extra markup that's coming out of those. Now, here's the next little secret. If you're going to be doing a kitchen or bathroom project where you're ordering cabinetry, here's my little secret on kitchen cabinetry out of the big box stores. Those brands are usually common brands. Now, they might have their in-house brand. It's made by one of the big companies, the Craft Maids, the American Woodmarks, all those different brands out there that have it, the, the Schulers, the whoever else you see out there building cabinets. Here's the secret. Most of the time, you can get that same price or better from your independent cabinetry dealer than you do for the home center. Now, the argument that people do is, wow, look at the buying power that maybe Home Depot or Lowe's has. You're right. They have a huge buying power. But the problem is twofold. First off, I've worked with cabinet companies that have negotiated to be in Home Depot and Lowe's stores, for instance, and other big box stores. The things that happen inside the negotiation is something that you as a consumer should pay attention to. First off, they say, okay, we've got, I'm going to make some numbers up here. We've got a 1,000 stores across the country. We are not paying for displays. So you're going to put in four displays of your latest products every three years so they're updated, and we're not paying for them. Guess what? Most independent cabinet dealers pay for those displays. And then they turn around and say, I don't care where our store is located. You need to have a rep that goes through that store every two and a half weeks, let's say. Could be little, could be less, you know, more, less, whatever. But the problem is, is you now have high overhead. So you have free displays, high labor, because these people have to go in and train the people in the stores. And number three, which is the big one, you've got a heavy amount of mistakes that come out of that kitchen design department that sometimes these guys as cabinet companies have to eat because they love to make those companies eat problems. Well, many times those problems are because the cabinet designer should have two or three years experience before they start designing in there was last week's paint expert or last week's garden expert. I've seen it a hundred times. They worked in blinds and flooring. 
They wanted to go. Hey, that's how I started my kitchen design career 30 years ago. I blew my knee out. I was working in the lumber department. I'd done some kitchen design in the past, and they said, hey, you got to have uh, ACL surgery, so you're going to be in a wheelchair for a while around here because we don't want you on the crutches and the polished concrete floors. You want to go to kitchen design? Yep. I was the next kitchen design expert. I will say in credit, that gave me a, a great career path where I was a kitchen designer for 30 years. But they dumped me in there before that happened. And so I don't want to be the guinea pig to see how well the kitchen design expert knows there. And here's the other thing too, and this comes down to the home centers as well. The home centers could have a much better kitchen design system if they wanted to, but they don't want to pay those people what the going rate is. So for the designers that aren't so great, the designers that are just starting out into their careers, the home center is a great place to start. But when they get good, they can go make two and three times the money at someplace else, and they're gone. They put another person in. All right, more of the things you shouldn't get at the home centers when Around the House returns. I want to personally thank you for being an Around the House listener. This show is supported by advertisers and listeners like you. I was asked by members of our audience to open up for a way to people say thank you and to help fund future episodes of Around the House. We now have a way to do that, and that's buy me a coffee or a drink. Just look at the episode notes in your podcast player, and you'll find a link to buymeacoffee.com forward slash ATH Eric G. And thanks again for listening to Around the House. talking about those things that, uh, well, maybe at the home center you shouldn't pick up, whether or not they meet building code, or, uh, well, maybe it's just not the great buy. Some of the things we talked about, that vinyl dryer vent hose, the one that's white plastic, never buy that. There's no need for it. They're fire hazard. Rubber washing machine hoses, you know, the black rubber ones, the replacement ones, always get the ones that are braided. Another one we talked about were the recycling kitchen vent hoods, the one that kicked the air back into the space. No, always want those going outside. S-traps underneath your sink instead of a P-trap, an S-trap, and the list goes on and on. Now, one we're talking about now is you have to be really careful with in the home centers because many times home centers, they are buying windows, for instance, and doors regionally. Now, the problem is, is they might not meet the energy code in your area. There was a guy that I saw had went out, walked into his home center, bought new windows off the shelf, didn't pay attention to them, got them installed, all ready to go. Installer came through and then up, you're off by 0.3 on your U value on the windows. And guess what? All those windows had to be removed again because they didn't meet current building code. So you always want to make sure the stuff there that you're buying meets code when you're pulling permits on something like that because all of a sudden you think, ah, I'm buying it from the home center. It's got to be right. Not always the case. Not always the case. So be very careful with that. Those energy standards might not meet what your local area is. Now, the next one, I always recommend being careful with this. And not always is it the case, but many times. Be careful 
with tile, grout, and mastic from the home centers. To be honest, many times the grout and mastic is kind of the entry-level stuff. And quite frankly, that can be really hard to work with and might not perform like if you went to a flooring store. So traditionally, I haven't gone in and bought grout and mastic and stuff from, you know, thin set from the home centers in years. I go down to my flooring professional store and get it there. Now, here's the problem with some of the tile. Some of the tile can be seconds. It can be stuff that maybe is a little more warped. It can be stuff that is uh, maybe not perfectly square. It can be stuff that's not perfect, and it can end up on the home center shelves. So be very careful with some of that stuff because it can be very hard to install, especially when you're getting into natural stones like slate and stuff like that where it's ungaged. Ungaged means that it's going to be random thicknesses. So it's really hard for a beginning tile person to set that because it's not all the same thickness. So be very careful with what you get in the tile department at the home center. Some of it's good. There's a lot that's questionable and harder to work with. Will it all perform? Sure. Will it be easy to work with? Not always. Sometimes it's the harder stuff to work with and you're saving a little bit of money, but that's why the tile installers, many of them, you don't see sticking their head into the home centers. They go down to their uh, tile store, wherever that is, and get a different product that is going to perform better, maybe even be cheaper than what you see right there. Now, here's another little one here, too, that I noticed. This is something that I figured out. Panasonic vent fans, great fans, but I noticed the ones that they have in the stores are different in the big blue and orange stores. Those are different fans than if I go down and buy something from a plumbing wholesaler. So those are different units. So they're not made the same. They're different. They're the homeowner specials. So I would rather spend a little bit more money and get the real one than go in there and buy that fan off the home center because those are different. And uh, I don't know what the deal is with them, but they are definitely a different model than what you see at the professional store. So uh, another one of those, I'd go ahead and get there. Now, today I wanted to not just talk about the bad stuff. You know, I like to keep it positive here. And at the end of the show here, I wanted to talk about some things that it makes sense to buy at the home centers. Here's one of them right here. Electrical wire. Many times when I look at, for instance, Home Depot in the past, I can buy wire there for wiring the house cheaper than I can from my electrical wholesaler. Why is that? Because they are trying to get electricians to come in there and contractors to buy materials. So those lost leaders are great to pick up at the home center because they're trying to get you in the door. Sometimes they'll do that with concrete bags. They'll do that with fence boards. You'll see that kind of stuff in there. That's that special buy or that lost leader. Hey, we're going to sell this at cost because I know you're going to buy lights, fixtures, electrical boxes, and that's where we're going to make that money. So always take a look at that. Those lost leaders are where the money's at. So once you find those, usually that doesn't change. And so that's one of those things that you can get as a really good buy. And so uh, don't be ashamed to buy that from one of those places. Now, second of all, Appliance special buys. When we've had appliance shortages, 
those appliance shortages, when you couldn't find a dishwasher, you would see the home centers, they get their special buys. So this time of year, you'll see like a washer and dryer special buy. Some of those they've ordered just specifically to put so many in so many stores. So they'll say, okay, we're going to have six washers and dryers, you know, six of each go into this location. And when you see those special buys, many times they'll have a slightly different model number, but you can get those at a special price. Why they give them a special model number is because many times they have the minimum advertised price, which is map pricing. Now, map pricing, what that does is that is the minimum advertised price where a business can't advertise it below that price. So that's why sometimes when you look at products, especially electronics, you know, if you go look up a uh, Google smoke detector, you're like, wow, why does everybody have it the exact same price? Well, it's because that's the price that is the minimum price so they can guarantee everybody has the same margin. And they have that with appliances as well. I've actually seen companies that have sold stuff below price and were not able to retail locations, not able to sell sell that brand like Mila, for instance, for a month. They get suspended and can't order products for a month. So it's something to watch out for. Those special buys, because they give it a special model number, gets around that. So that's a really good buy sometimes for that. And then the other one here too is really big right now are those special buy on tools. Watch out for those. Like I usually go in and buy my accessories like for Milwaukee or Rigid or one of those things. I'll go in this time of year around Christmas time and pick up those things and stock up for the rest of the year because many times you'll see, you know, packs of um, multi-tool blades and drills and all these different things on special buy. That's usually going to be your best price of the year right now because they're wanting to be stocking stuffers. So take a look out there. Gloves, all that kind of shop stuff, pay attention. That can save you some serious money about right now. I have bought stuff at half the price, just like we talked about in the in the, uh, in the the special I did here with the uh, top eight things that I did for uh, Christmas. It was over on the podcast here. Didn't make the radio, but if you're listening on the radio, you can catch it on the podcast player. And we had that kind of thing where, wow, that $99 either uh, rigid or um, craftsman toolbox with all the wrenches and ratchets, killer price. You can't just go get that every day. This is the time of year that if someone wants to get up for that, that's another one. So watch out for those special buys. Like Home Depot, they'll have that little special buy thing. Same with Lowe's, they'll have that. And those are things to watch out for. And then right after Christmas, Watch out for those things because those special buys, a lot of times, if they didn't sell, they'll blow those things out. So, uh, you know, 26, 27, 28, 29th, go back in the store again. Take a look because those don't have a normal place on the shelf. They're out in the aisle. They're out in the special area. Take a look over there because many times they'll drop those things down again because they want to get them out of the aisle. They bought them for the holidays. And if they didn't sell because maybe they're a little bit too high, that's the place to get it. And make sure you look for that. So it's another one of those things. Another thing that's good, lumber. And I know a lot of people are going to go, ah, lumber. If you get in there, many times their plywood sheeting, their OSB, some of that stuff is going to be, end up being cheaper than it is at your lumber yard. So keep an eye out for that. Lumber yards have great stuff, but sometimes Home Depot gets that stuff in there. And again, that's another one of those lost leaders are trying to get people in. The two by fours, the one by six cedar fencing, those kind of things, 
Here's where you can watch out for. And that's where you can save some serious money. So there's some positivity, guys, at the end of this one to make sure that you're getting the right stuff where and you can save some money. All right, well, we're going to go out to break here. We've got another hour ahead of Around the House. Make sure you grab it. Now, here's the thing. If you want to contact me, head over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com or you can head over to social media, Around the House Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can catch me on LinkedIn. I'm Eric G, and you've been listening to Around the House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.